Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the J-Side Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse. And I'm your co-host, Jason. Today, we're going to be recording on February 8th. It is a Monday. Uh, from our last episode, we didn't really get into the introductions of who we are. Even though the name of the episode was, who are these guys? And no one seemed to address who these guys were. Exactly, exactly. Well, my name is Jesse. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, and I'm currently studying technical animation at Savannah College of Art and Design down in Georgia. Hello, my name's Jason. I uh, am a digital marketing student at University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. I've been here for about two years. I originally transferred from community college in the Chicagoland area. Um, I've been more focused on school um, in these past two semesters since I'm more um, scoped in with the classes that are meaningful to my major, regardless of uh, the old gen ed classes that are total bullshit. And uh, now I can actually focus on my career path. And we'll get into that later on. But one thing that we wanted to talk about today is how we met. Me and Jason go way back. What did we meet? Sixth grade? Yeah. So, so yeah. So about 10 years ago, we were probably 11 or 12. That's crazy. It actually is crazy because we were totally different people back then. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how we met? Like how we got introduced? Instantly comes to mind as Wesley. <laughs> but but okay. I know okay. it's it was probably it's probably like in some class that we had together in middle school and um I was I don't know, came over for a play date one night and I uh I was like <laughs> this guy knows how to live. He plays video games and drinks Mountain Dew. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Not everyone did. Not everyone um, was allowed to. I wasn't allowed to drink soda and my mom made me play outside. I feel like that's how I made a lot of friends back in the day is my parents were a little bit more lenient on the kind of like diet issues <laughs> with whether it be like snacks or Mountain Dew. And so people didn't like really enjoy that lifestyle with video games. So they'd always come over. Yeah. And that's how I made friends back in yeah. the day. And it's crazy because a lot of people went through that experience at that age between like 10, 15. A lot of people share those experiences. You and I, along with a lot of our other friends from that age that we're still talking to now, like we all remember going into like each other's basements in middle school and playing Call of Duty Black Ops or Mono Warfare and and ripping zombies for hours on end. Before you know it, you got home from school and it's dark out and you've just been playing COD all day and drinking Mountain Dew. Your parents are like, dude, do something. Like It sucked, but like you had a blast and I'm so glad that that's how we spent our time versus anything else. Yeah, back in the day, it was, it was crazy. Uh, Colin, do you remember Colin Fox? <laughs> How could I? How could I forget Colin Fox? <laughs> he was he was so fun, well, entertaining. He was like our own little like like little personal clown comedian that we had running around. <laughs> Such a mean way. To no, play. okay, he's just our clown. No, but he know? was a comedian. He he like te- he would tease Celac, future guest. <laughs> we'll we'll address that. He would tease Celac, and he was cool with anything. It was it was fun. I saw mm-hmm. him kind of recently. Yeah. Uh, I was just driving. I didn't. Really? No, I didn't. I didn't like see like say hi or anything. I was just. I drove past his house. I think I was going to Wyatt's or something, or his grandparents' house, and he was outside there, um, okay. wearing his you know usual Browns jersey. Of course, <laughs> but Wyatt's Wyatt's still friends with him. They fished together. I know. But that was, like, way back in the day. I think like fourth, fifth grade, because he went to the same elementary school as me. Oh, yeah, you we lived started in playing a different games area together. We talked. Too, we you? hung out. No, I was, I, I was at the house that I'm at right oh, now. Oh, okay. I've always been in this house for like the past like 15, yeah, 16 okay. years. Um, 
but he played video games with you guys because yeah. I think he knew Wyatt. He knew Wyatt. Right? I met Wyatt in fifth grade because the elementary school has changed. And I got introduced to him and, like, a couple other people that um, were in the other school system at the time. And that was so weird. Like, I don't know if other towns are like that compared to our town where it was – there was, like, five or six elementary schools, two middle schools, and then one big high school. So, like, you knew of people – in the same school system that like lived like two three miles away but like you wouldn't see them you wouldn't meet them until you're 15 in high school i don't know if others like towns or counties are like that yeah i feel like lake county um i mean we're in kind of like a subset of lake county but there's a lot of just like people in the area i know people where they've got like a high school with only like a hundred people in their graduating class. Oh yeah, like that's insane Dude, to me. I cannot. Fathom it's crazy. Living in that I've got friends in Wisconsin. Like um, this girl I met last year, she said she was from. Oh, I forget the name of the town, but her graduating class was thirty people. Like she literally went to elementary school through graduating high school with the same thirty people. She probably lost one or gained like a few like along the way. But it was like relatively the same twenty to thirty people from ages whatever it is five to eighteen. Like that's crazy versus the amount of people that we interacted with from from that age range is way way bigger. Yeah, absolutely. But I remember I think it was the first day of sixth grade. I came in knowing only like Colin Fox at mm-hmm. the time. You know, I had a few friends in passing, but it's really like introvert just played video games back in the day so i like came into the middle school lunchroom i'm like walking in with my tray and i don't remember like everything but everybody was already sitting down in my mind how i remember this right and there was you griffin uh like mike probably like lundgren whoever was in like the i know exactly the area of the lunchroom that you're talking about Yeah, yeah 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 right and then if you go a little bit to the left there was Wesley, Adam John Gentry, Rick. and a few other people over there. And that was like the most pivotal point <laughs> I felt like in my life. I was like, You were drawn, you were shit. This is this is gonna change me. It, this dude, is gonna dictate who I'm friends with for the rest of my life. How that works. Sorry to kind of take over, but it no, super weird how that happens. Like you might sit down yeah. next to a significant other like, not your significant other at the time, but you sitting down next to them in, like, junior, senior year, or like, whatever it is, some point in high school, middle school, and then they you end up dating. It's like, what if I just sat down next to another girl or sat or got – I was assigned in a whole other class. Like, if I just never even got put in that class, because that's high school. You get put in random classes, like, or different yeah. time sets of each class. Like, that's how so many relationships are set, and some of it is just – just totally randomized considering where you sit what class you're in and it could define who you're friends with mm-hmm. for the rest of life yeah for real do you remember where i ended up sitting? you sat not with me i know exactly where you sat i sat you with, sat with wesley. wesley and me and him are still because you and west i know day. but you and wesley were were both more on that like sh- like shy wavelength at the time you've Absolutely. definitely for anyone who doesn't know jesse is a completely different man now um, he was one of the shyest kids you could ever imagine in middle school. Like, I, I don't think you ever came over once because I don't think you wanted to, like, go out to, like, other people's houses until, like, later on in life. You were the party house. Oh, basically. yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but I'm just saying, 
you know, people change in yeah. so many it's across so many years. You've you've definitely changed a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no middle school was middle school was a trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> sure. so what sure. what you what you do this this weekend and this past week? How's how's it been? What have you been up to? Um, I left the house maybe once. Oh. We've been just like haven with snow. The weather here in Chicago is absolutely really? atrocious. I think we were hitting like negative 10 at some point. So, uh, that hasn't been so, fun. Lots of more I snow. I think it got, it was negative 31 here yesterday with wind chill, but we don't get much Jesus. snow. Like we, I haven't seen a lot of snow here, but it just gets insanely cold. But I'm, I'm sure you guys, I, my dad mm. told me you guys got a lot of snow. Dude, we've had like a foot of snow just outside for like the past week and a half now. Like I haven't seen grass. Should this since podcast December. just be a weather channel? Should we just talk weather? Honestly, <laughs> it might. Yeah, we could start forecasting. <laughs> Got a cold front coming from the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but besides that, just been like super busy yeah, with schoolwork. Um, we're finally getting into hair sim in my uh, like tech anim class, which is the coolest thing yeah. to me. Like, it's so, like, complex. Um, and I've tried doing it before, but we're learning how to make it, like, dynamic. So like if we put it, it onto an animation, yeah, yeah it'll, like, follow the, the wind or Super interesting. Yeah. So I love all that stuff. That's crazy. How about you, Jason? Um, What's new with you? I've been really busy, but it's nice to stay busy. This is probably the most, like, busy I've been kept in a while. In a while. Every day, at least during the week, I've got class in the morning. And then that goes till about noon. And then I usually have work right after. For those who don't know, I work at the Nike store in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Um, so I'll usually go from class to work to the gym, come home and either do, I'll cook dinner and then uh, do some homework or watch some TV or whatever I've got time for. But uh, overall, been kept really busy. It's been freezing here. Um, I wore shorts today, though. It was four degrees. Um I just love showing my legs off. They're really nice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks. You're not going to tell me they're nice, too? Uh, all right. So why we started a podcast? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I I think I would like to go on this real quick. Um, I think you and I just do. overall have great conversations. Just like we should have been recording ourselves talking for years. Imagine if we did this. Or at least we think we okay, do. Okay, no, I think we do, but I think I know people that would also abide by the fact that we do because I know we've had some deep conversations that are meaningful and serious and also like just fun, casual conversations that we can hold really well and carry on conversations and build on new topics and themes that, you know, go places. But overall, I think the goal of the podcast is for people to interact with our conversations and feel like they're having it with us and um maybe contribute mm-hmm. to a conversation one day what do you think yes if you guys ever want to reach out to us we have our instagram out now which is jside podcast mm-hmm. feel free to check that out or you could email us at jsidepodcast at gmail.com yeah. if you have any inquiries or if you want to ask or if you even want to be a guest feel free to yeah. reach out you could send us hate mail we'll take it yeah oh please <laughs> yeah anything really <laughs> death threats <laughs> anything. i love them <laughs> um but yeah because i think it's last week or the week before we're just talking we're on facetime for things an hour hour and a half and we're like let's let's do something with this you know if it goes somewhere go somewhere you know we're still just that's literally what happened like i we got into some like interesting conversations on the phone just because i we always do and i was like dude like because we've mentioned podcasts before i think and then 
on the phone we were like dude like what if we just recorded this whole whole phone call and you were like oh so like a podcast or something like that like it would it would have been a great episode because we had a good we had a good talk that night but um you know we're gonna have that talk again and many more times and who comes to mind when i think of if we were to be recording ourselves this whole time is potential hopeful future guest is kevin sharp um i think he would do very well on the show and he would be able to contribute a lot of humor and insight on a lot of the things that we tend to talk about absolutely i feel like he's really good just like building off of others energy too oh, yeah. like he's really good in like those yeah environments. and just the most contagious Have you talked laugh. To him lately <laughs> he's got the most contagious absolutely laugh. um no other than when he replied in our group chat kind of recently you remember that <laughs> it was a stupid it was a stupid reply but like i know i know i want to talk to him i'm i mean he's busy i'm busy yeah. life goes on but um i i hope he would be willing to, i know he would be willing to come on absolutely yeah. for sure um <clears throat> so one thing that we wanted to kind of go over today we wanted to get kind of just in the education system because i think that that is Something that a lot of people, especially in our audience, is going through with our demographic being in that range. Um, I've heard it's the most important it, policy to to side with in like politics or any or like anything. It's really got the most relevance to the future of America. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and it's just what do, do you have anything off the bat that you really want to get into? Um, <clears throat> I think it's the public school system is kind of what most people think of when it comes to like political reasons or like how how politicians treat the public school system and like what the plans are for it but instantly what comes to mind is how old it is how outdated they've been addressing the same topics the same forms of education for like however many years i'm sure it's 100 200 years whatever it is um what like people people think of school as a daycare now versus like back then you had to be you know a a white male that came from a family that not even like you know like your dad wasn't like a stonemason or whatever like you, you know you had to have like a reason to be at school like not everyone could attend it but now everyone can attend it and people think of it as like oh where where you bring your kids when you have work during the day like that's what comes to mind off the bat but there's so much more to address based on like you know school boards and um funding and what what schools deserve yeah. What, what about you? I don't want to completely bash like how public schools are because I feel like there is a lot that they're doing yeah. right. Um, I feel like the general like premise of the idea is there. Like they're introducing everybody to new topics, getting them ready, and just showing them how to kind of take in information and meet people. I think that's. Oh, I think great. that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think of what they kind of make you learn can be a little questionable mm-hmm. at times. Like I think math, I think yeah. that's fine. I think everybody should learn math. I'm a huge advocate. I know for you. Math. I know you, know, you are. And I, I agree because it's it's a form of how you're taught to learn. Like people don't like. There's people that don't know how to learn. Like people that like might have dropped out of high school because they weren't able to to learn the material that was being taught to them. Um, it it could bite you in the butt later in your life. Like you might be able to learn something that is you're more passionate about. But like being able to you know, absorb new information in different ways is, is really what learning is. Absolutely. And keep keeping people interested. Yeah. Back in like early high school and in middle school, I didn't give a care in the world what I was doing in school. I wanted to go home, 
play video games, you know, shoot some people in Halo, some yeah. Call of Duty, and that was it. But you still I didn't did well, didn't you? Else that I wanted to do. Middle school and early high school? No, nah, really. That was not me. See, I always thought you were, After, okay, but you yeah. still you finished well. I mean, I I think senior year was my best year for grades wise, but like, um, middle school, yeah, didn't learn a thing. But like, that's not you're not meant to learn and retain the information in middle school. You're meant to like, it's the building blocks of learning of education that is what middle school and elementary school are really for. And then high school is more, you yeah. know, adapting and absorbing information that's taught to you. But I, I, I think high school was more of a, a social, like a social kind of structure versus a educational structure. <laughs> I think so too. At least at like a public yeah. school. I've got a lot of friends from like my college who went to private schools and their experience is completely different in that regard. But yeah, public school is a lot do of you, fun. Do you think... Um, like our public school that we went to, do you think it it's like comparatively mu- like a lot more different to like a rural school? Like, do you like I don't know how to compare us to schools in other states, other counties, other districts. Like, like it's so weird because it could range where like other public schools are a lot nicer or could be a whole lot worse. I think we're definitely on the nicer yeah. end. Uh, even playing like lacrosse, right? Me and you both played lacrosse in high school and. Like, there'd be some teams. Lacrosse is a very interesting sport because I feel like the schools that had the most money always just, like, yeah, did well, right? Yeah. Uh, and, like, the teams that were underfunded would just get rammed through. You're like, totally would, right. And the Frosh Soft team, it'd be, like, 13. So I never thought against, about like, that. <laughs> like, a better team, and we just get Holy rolled. Holy shit. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I remember. Mundelein, we would always cream Mundelein, but that's because they were... Mundelein, Rowley. Yeah, Lake. they were a... And then we go against Warren or Libertyville. And we they were destroyed. a school system with less funding, and it makes total sense. I never realized. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it makes sense, but like, I just never really thought about it in that way. I was just always like, oh yeah, if you're from Lake Zurich, you're better at lacrosse, <laughs> or you're better at soccer, yeah. or whatever it is. That's funny. Mm-hmm. So I think that, and especially if you're going like this is such a small square, like in the United States, but if you go super broad. Like, I'm sure there's really, really poor areas and really, really rich areas where public school systems, like, change up drastically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're so. if you're in, you know, inner city Chicago, that's public school. That they're, they're experiencing yeah. a whole other thing from what we experienced. But, like, that's, that's the goal. That's what – that's why politics targets education is to target those inner city schools. And, like, they try to help and they try to, like, fund them. But, I mean – I know we're not professionals. I don't know what they're really doing, honestly. Like, yeah. like, are they trying to help fund them? Are they trying to implement new systems? I don't think it's more the funding. I think it's systems that that make these schools maybe care more about what they're teaching and care more about the students. Because I know, like, our schools, there was so many support groups and, like, not groups, but, you know, support systems through counselors, teachers, groups that you could talk to for, you know, advice, career, college, whatever it is you need. But, like, not all schools have that. They're too focused on other yeah. things. Did you ever join any clubs in high school? Uh, <laughs> Don't give me yeah. that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I was fortunate enough to have a, a girlfriend in high school who was the president of clubs. So she would sign off saying mm. I, I was in clubs. <laughs> like, my, I think my <laughs> a couple of my college applications, uh, I wrote down that I was, like, in certain clubs that my girlfriend uh would 
like if it came down to it they could say i was in the club but like really college college colleges don't check they're not calling your high school like hey is jason in habitat for humanity because he said he is like like that's college is like oh he's in some clubs cool he volunteers but like no i actually was not um well lacrosse was a club so yes i was but because we weren't a, considered a real sport oh yeah we were considered a club were you because so i know you were at uh tech campus so i don't know if you were still able to have time to join clubs or not um i think my freshman year like, I, I always grew up, like, loving art and really wanted to do something with yeah. art. And my freshman year, I tried to go to art club in high school. And just me being, like, super shy, mm-hmm. going in there alone with, like, no friends. It was me, Adrian Buenos Campos, nice. and, like, 19 other girls. And that was it. And little shy old me was like, Dude, but I'm you now here. would kill Never it. You would back. absolutely kill it in hey, that art club hey. in high school if you, if you were as confident with like you know socializing now <laughs> um, missed opportunity i wish i stuck with it but, but you know i ended up in, taking in the art end, classes at it all worked out. you're fine it's not like it's yeah, not like you being an art club then cool. really would have you know widened your horizons today <laughs> i mean like maybe like there's a chance but like i think you're, you're fine without it um, yeah i ended up starting the art club at my community college though, they didn't have an art club which was pretty hype they didn't have an art That's club. Crazy. And the craziest thing, right when I left, they shut down. <laughs> no one gave a shit. Wanted to take no one gave a shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Shit. I feel like every school, especially colleges with like a much more wider variety of like like interest and how many people are going to interact with those clubs, art? Are you serious? Come on. Yeah, like, for real. I what's, um, I don't think Oshkosh has a legal League of Legends club or team or anything, but I know we have like a gaming club where like you some weeks you go down and into the titan underground is what it's called and you you either play board games or like super smash bros and like that's cool and all but like i just don't i don't know like is there not a league of legends community at my school or what like whereas you at both your schools there's a league community for sure right yeah huge league yeah. community so um i think another part about education is um that trans that transfer between public school and college you know like how how does it change learning on a system where you got a bus every day and go to the same building with the same hundred or thirty or five hundred students every day, sit in the same classroom every day, and then you go home to your parents. That that change, that transfer from public school to college, it's it's hard on some people. Like not everyone knows how to adapt to that new life while still learning all this new information in college. Yeah, how was that experience for you? Um, going to community college first kind of eased me into it for sure, because technically my first two years of college, same with you. Um, I still got to just drive myself to college in the morning and still go home to my parents for two years, which was nice. I guess in the long run, I think I regret community college overall. I saved thousands of dollars, but in the long run, I think I missed out on some awesome experiences I could have had my first two years. Um, especially considering, um my first year at university of wisconsin oshkosh uh wasn't 21 yet couldn't really like go out and like i mean i could like hang out with people but like, that's the thing i missed out on making friends freshman year so like you when you went off to school yeah. in savannah you <clears throat> you kind of made made your own friend group there but like do you think it would have made a difference if you were there freshman year definitely yeah. there's a lot of classes in my like 400 classes that i'm getting into 
where like I'll get into class and everybody else knows each other because they're all animation. They've majors, known each other since I don't since know a they were person. freshmen. Yeah, I do not regret not going there as a freshman though. I shouldn't say I, I regret like, it. The money you saved, and I had some of the best times of my life. See, it, I had a terrible, at terrible community, community college. college experience. I didn't have a social life there. I didn't. I, I. I. mean, I'm not like complaining about it. I guess it sounds like I am. Overall, like I'm happy where I am. I guess, but um, community college worth it for the money, but you have to be willing to accept the difference in your social life. So like, don't don't go to community college, because okay, what if you had dorms? What if you lived on your own? What if you didn't have to go home every night? And you could like hang out with friends. Like that's a huge component of going on your own into college i think if i could have had that harper if harper did have uh dorming halls i would have loved to stay in them just to <coughs> sorry just to get out of my parents house i get that i get that i would go to community college and i would be there for sometimes like eight to twelve hours a day really like for five oh, days you were, a week you were i would be there the entire day i was super involved and then like i would have classes that are like three hours apart and, like, my very first two weeks there, I didn't know anybody. Like, literally yeah. nobody. I think Gory yeah, went there and uh, Jesse. Yeah. Um, but, like, I knew him from high school, but, like, we didn't talk mm-hmm. then. So, so I would basically too, just, right? like... No? No, not oh, at that okay, time. No. Um, so I would go to my car, like, in between my classes, and I would just pack a couple PB&Js <laughs> and just stuff my face with PB&Js, <laughs> listen to music... And do my homework in my car. It was really weird. Like, there's there's what? a whole campus I could have gone to. But I would just sit in my car for, like, two Dude. to three hours. Like, practicing my Quizlets. In for your car? Class. It was, yeah. Yeah, in my I know, but, like, dude, that's, Z3. okay, I did the same thing not to, like, sit in my car and eat and study. I would just sit in my car and, like, sit on my phone because <laughs> I just didn't want to go on. I just didn't want to go. And I was like, damn, I need to go, I guess. But, like. No, I, I liked sitting on campus, Harper. I really thought the campus was really pretty and nice. And th- what's crazy is my community college has more students than my current college. I, Harper had close to 20,000 students. I think there's 15,000 here at Oshkosh, um, which is definitely super uncommon. I think that's kind of rare that you go from a community college to a four-year university and you have less students. But I think college you- college is really a lot for i don't know it's kind of a hot take but college is a scam it's it's meant okay it's a scam to some degree to some degrees depending on what you're studying you don't need college for everyone you can you don't realize it till you get out of college i think or till you're nearing your end that like if you were if you if you go to school for like entrepreneurship what's the best way to study entrepreneurship other than being an entrepreneur like there's a degree in entrepreneurship here like i feel like why would you go and study that when you can just go and dive into entrepreneuring. Yeah, yeah. But this, totally the, the social There's... construct of college is also awesome. And that's why people are drawn towards it, because yeah. it's a party. Yeah. We have some wild, like, we have an equestrian study that? major, where I'm pretty sure uh, that's basically horses. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're a horse specialist okay. major, which is wild. Yeah. But I don't think... I don't think you need to go to no. school for that. Like maybe you could just go to your aunt's, <laughs> to your aunt's farm or something. Well, M- you know, know MJ man. is you huge into horseback riding. She wants to. She was like planning on being a horse veterinarian. Like, but she's not going to school for equestrian, whatever. Like, like it's something you. Yeah, is she doing like medical? 
I really should know this considering how close I am with her. It's it's honestly like it's blanking in my mind right now. I like it's 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 a form of science. It's a form of science, but like (laughs) no, but she also she works in uh somewhere somewhere north of Lake Zurich, uh, where she works at a farm and she works with horses with her horse, other horses. Like that's the experience she's getting. You know? Can we ride her horses? Have you ever talked to her about that? I'm scared of horses. Really? Dude, those fuckers are huge. Yeah. Dude, they, dude, you fall off a horse, you can break a bone. Like, that's scary. Why am I falling off a horse? Because you don't know how to ride a horse. <laughs> nah, I'll figure it I'm out. I'm sure I would fine. be fine. Like, I don't, like, I'm not, like, like, I can't go near them. I just, I feel like I'm scared of riding a horse, though. That's fine, Jason. We'll get over that fear okay, together. Thank you. <laughs> Alrighty, so I'm I'm kind of with you with that whole college. I'm not. I think everybody should go to community college. Yeah. If you don't know what yes. you want to do, try to explore. Most new of the fields. people that I've talked to from high school who are just like working jobs right now, they don't have any idea what they want to yeah. do in life. And talk about this a little bit last time, but I think that is a pivotal thing to I know. I think by the time you're 22, you should, know, you should know what you want to do. Yeah. Or at least so, know what your passions are. You might not know what you want to do, but you should know the industries that you are interested in. And you should yeah. you should be drawn you love towards knitting. Things. I don't yeah, give a shit. You know knitting? Knit. Ball out. Be a pro knitter. Like literally yeah. grind until you're the best knitter in the world. Like like that. And you could make a living off of TikTok with knitting now. I bet. You could. Honestly, you could do it. Ugh, if you do anything on TikTok and you edit your video the right way to where it's appealing to 15 to 20-year-olds, you're going to be you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how many people can just make a TikTok account and instantly draw people to their account just based on how they edit it, how they make it appealing to, I don't know, a lot of it's sexuality. People, there's a lot of sexual stuff going on on TikTok that people are always looking at. Absolutely. It's a huge market. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Um, But yeah. No, I mean, do you think college, do you think college is something that you in your field like there's people in your field i'm sure that didn't go to college right i know there is in my field yes yes especially so i'm in animation right for animation there's a bunch of different things you could be like a storyboard animator you could be like a 2d a Mm -hmm. 3d you could be like visual development working on like the front end of things before it goes into like production um but it depends what you want to do if you want to get a job at let's say a large studio like Riot Games, Disney, yeah. Pixar, you're you don't need that degree. But when there's like 400 applicants for that position, you're gonna need to have a real banger of a reel, like a demo reel with all of your animations and yeah. artwork, or you're just not gonna get it. I feel like the demo reel for my field and for a lot of creative fields comes before a degree. But if you're fighting for those very, very top-of-the-line jobs, you need that degree to help secure that over other people who have that uh, demo reel. The same so for something yours. I didn't know until we talked about it another time, demo reel is like your portfolio. Like it's your work that you've done on your own that you have to show to like show a company or, or department that you, what you're capable of, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it depends. Um because if you're in, let's say, illustration, you're normally going to have a flat book for your kind of like submission when applying mm-hmm. for jobs, which is just going to be 
like pages laid out of your different like artworks and things like that. Whereas a demo reel is going to be an actual like video that they click where I'm more on like the rigging and the technical side. So I could execute my scripts and show what they do in real time. Or I could like move around the skeleton and see how the deformations are on the mesh. So that's something that you can't just have like images of to show. That's That's a great thing about any student that's in an art field. So that could be anything from what you do to like musicians, like any form of art, sculpting, painting, um you know like they they have to prove what they did through performing like have you ever seen the movie uh whiplash no uh it's what's his name miles teller jr maybe it's just miles teller he plays a drummer in a basically just a really competitive field of you know orchestral band drumming where he has to perform at his all-time best it's like that where you have to prove through performance that you are the best and that you are worthy of the position or whatever it is you're applying for i think that's a great that's a great way to you know gateway into an industry or gateway into it into a company versus like in at least for me i didn't realize till this semester that what i'm going to school for just so happens to be very similar to what my brother does for a living and he never went to college he he really dropped out of community college my brother um He's involved in SEO marketing, web 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 page design, and a lot of marketing consulting. And basically, so much stuff that me and my brother have conversations about in the marketing field has come up in this semester in my marketing classes and digital marketing. And things that we've gone over together are now in my in my textbooks, which is super weird. So it it shows that my brother is capable of doing what I'm going to school for. I'm just you know learning it from professionals in. In, in a college versus he learned it from professionals in the real world through real experiences. So don't be afraid yeah. to, you know, jump onto the real world, say F it college isn't for me. If you don't like learning through lecture, maybe your field is meant also allowed, not meant to be, but allowed to be learned in other ways. I had this professor at SCAD. I think this was probably my first class, my senior mm-hmm. year. And it's like, what he said he's like guys you know why are you here like he turned off the recording he's like you you guys really don't need to be here you could get a job as long as you have a good reel i'm like fam this is my senior year i've just put down all this money please don't tell me that lie to me yeah i don't care you're like Like, do you know what i'm you're making me feel like a piece of shit as you're paying salary no way dude that's crazy that there's even professors that say stuff i had a professor at harper she uh it was in one of my business management classes. She said on the first day, she goes, so why is everyone in community college right now? And like, she, we all had to, it was basically icebreakers day. We all had to say why we were here. Most, most people's answers was, oh, I want to get my associates and transfer to another college. And she basically said, oh, so you decided that college has value. You said that this, this college, this degree is worth this amount of money. And she was like, that's kind of weird because, you know, there's people at, other colleges like DePaul or you know UT Austin, expensive schools, Harvard, whatever it is, Ivy League, where they've deemed that their degree is worth eighty thousand dollars a year versus my my uh, credit. Because I don't know if CLC was uh, based on credit, how much you pay. You know, people create value, and their degree from their college just out like out of their ass, like they just believe it because the school tells them how much it's worth. And, like, even the teachers are like, why are you telling these kids that their degree is worth $80,000? 
versus other kids' degrees are worth a fraction of that. Do you know where you first heard about your school? Like, why did you choose um, Oshkosh? Dude, I've been asked this question so many times. It's a bad answer. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, so when I decided, so I was always for some reason, actually, I know why. I was thinking Wisconsin for personal reasons. I wanted to stay in Wisconsin. And I was like, I don't want to be super close to home. I don't want to be super far. But now I'm wishing I went super far. You went super far. And props to you. It's awesome. I wish I did what you did. But I thought I really like, I do love the Oshkosh campus and the town is really nice. But like, I, I'm realizing I could have done, not better. It's not like I'm better than this school. But I didn't look, I didn't look far enough. I was like, oh yeah, two and a half hours away. That's. Like, I don't need to go further than that. Like, I didn't look anywhere other than Wisconsin. I didn't, like, try a new place. I didn't, like, you know, get out of my comfort zone. And one of the greatest things I learned at Oshkosh was my anthropology teacher told the class every day, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because if you can be comfortable in any setting based on where you go, where you live, what you do, what your day is, you're going to be a whole lot more successful, a whole lot more confident, and you'll be motivated to try new things, which in all in all, in the end of your life, is the best thing you could possibly do is try new things. But cold showers. I did in the right time. It's not an everyday thing for me. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. But Jason. I do do it. I do. I've tried it multiple times. But it's not. An, it's not an everyday thing yeah. for me. Like it is. Do you still do it every day? Not right now. The winters kill it, man. Exactly. I wake up and I just don't want. If I move. lived in Miami, but I'd take a cold shower around? every day. <laughs> But yeah. no, I know what you mean. How about this? How about this? For the next pod, right? We got one week. Actually, dude, are, are we recording again on Wednesday? Oh, we could. Or when are we recording the we next could. pod? We could do Wednesday. All right. All right. Then for the next two days, at least, before we record the next right. pod, we have to come out the come next out two days. Come out cold shower? Cold shower. Recording. Okay. Cold, well, we, we don't have to take like a cold shower yeah. right before the thing. No, dude. I think we should. Although I think we both should. Like, all right. Because it. It, right, it stimulates seven. your brain, right? I want to yeah, be so right. stimulated. I want to. I want to have my brain firing at new RPMs that we can have more stimulating conversations, <laughs> and our audience is gonna be like, "Damn, those cold showers really did something to these guys." Yeah, for real, we're gonna be. Wild. But overall, I think what I'm gonna tell my kids down the road when they're looking at college is, let's go tour like a college that's like across the country, because why not? Like, like you should be willing to go give it a try. Go look at it. Who cares? Like, yeah, if you want to stay close, that's fine. Do what you want. But I don't want anyone to regret it. Like, my kids. I don't want my kids to regret not not willing to try to go somewhere new. See, my parents still I push think me. With, how they, with how fast technology is advancing, I expect that when we have kids, was that going to be 20, 30 years before they're, like... Oh, I thought you were saying that right? we're going to have kids in 20 before years. They're... I'm having kids within 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Like 30 years from now, we're already saying, at least in my major, uh, there's things like Anim School, which are like very, very yeah. affordable, different like online things where you're not paying $50,000 a year to go to an art school. Like you're going to be saving totally, so much money. Totally expectable. I'd be okay with that. As much as I would, I yeah. like I'm fine with if my kids want to go to some college, they can do whatever they want. I'm willing to support them. But if they want to do that, yeah. that's great. What? So um, just to fill anyone in <clears throat> my brother uh for christmas decided to give back to his followers on instagram and bought classes what was the class you bought or that he that he bought you i bought 
It was a character and what was the website? class on Udemy. 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 Okay, so character rigging class on Udemy. And did you did you mm-hmm. finish it or how'd that go? Okay, so I've done a lot of character rigging, and it it's very it's very different because the thing with those classes is it gives you a trailer of like what you're gonna be doing, okay. and I didn't finish it. I will come out and say that, but I did a lot of it. I took from it what I wanted to learn That's from huge. it. I like went into it, but like with my major, man, it is so weird because you could rig a character 600 ways. I was going to say, so like they're probably telling you to do it a whole nother way from what your teachers at school are telling you. And that, that can be confusing. Yeah, you're going to rather do it the way that you're told to in school if you have to choose yeah, between. But it's always good to like see those different yeah, approaches that maybe would have worked two years ago, but now it's not the ideal mm-hmm. Yeah. Pipeline. So I just I I want to touch on Udemy, um, because I forget what it was called, but I thought I'd segment it through there. So my brother decided to put out these courses that you can take. Um, they were cheap, each of them. I don't know, they were like fifteen dollars each or something like that for a one course. Not bad at all. And he had some interesting courses that he was given out. So like some of them were basic, like um, people that were like taking like motivational classes or entrepreneurship classes, whatever it was, and he said the top two most interesting classes that he gave out was you were in second. What was yours? Character rigging and is that it? Character rigging? Character, Just rigging? character rigging. And the mm-hmm. other one was uh, I think her name was Yanina. Hers was like the metaphysics of like the universe or something like that. Like some crazy term for explaining the existence of humanity. And, like, who knows who taught that class? I just want to be friends with them, considering that that is something that you can go online and pay to learn about. What are you going to do with it in life? I don't know. But it's something that, like, having that awareness of knowing things like that is so cool. And to think that that could be a class that, like, anyone can take, then that means that by the time that we do have kids, there is going to be a lot of online courses. You could be learning your – you could be getting a college degree through Amazon or Google in 20 years. We don't know. Absolutely. You want to start diving into dieting, food, yeah, and I think, supplements, I think Jason? Um, do you want to point anything out right away? Like what your experience um, is with dieting or how, how current food supplements treat you? I have a lot of friends who have done uh, like fasting, whether it's for like 12 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, things like that. And they've, they all have like varying results. I've never done anything to like to that okay. level. I've mainly just been trying to reduce like sugar, fat, kind of like those intakes recently uh, while just making sure that I hit like my desired calorie intake, get my protein and kind of control that stuff. But I've never gone really into nutrition. So I feel like I've been immersed in it my whole life just because my mom is a personal trainer and nutritionist. Um, I've never gone like, you know, off the rails with tracking my macros. Um, I don't think... It's something I really ever want to get crazy into. I think it's it's super efficient. People that do it, it works. I just don't – I don't really care for tracking it that aggressively. Um, I do think that a, a healthy diet can change someone's life. Same way as staying healthy, all exercise, whatever. Um, but just overall, like, dude, how you feel in the morning, how you feel after breakfast – you know, like eating a Pop-Tart versus, you know, cooking yourself some eggs and onions or like a nice oatmeal parfait or whatever. You know, what is that breakfast that you always make? 
I make some oatmeal, old-fashioned cut oats, right? And then I throw a little bit of brown, brown sugar, sugar yeah. cinnamon, and blueberries. I've been recently making That's brown sugar oatmeal, and I add honey and ground cinnamon to it. And it's really good. Mm. I love ground cinnamon um, and honey. But I think if you if you can consistently eat healthy, and yeah, it's fine to have a Pop-Tart here and there, you know, you know, have cheat days. But if you consistently eat healthy, you're going to feel a lot better um, in your body, like overall appetite wise you you might be able to like feed yourself at certain levels or certain times a day and you're happy with how how much you ate versus like there's times where like i'll eat like two things of ramen and i'm still not full because it's ramen noodles it's not meant to fill you it's meant to be just be eaten like you need a full meal man you need to actually eat and um tracking macros is a form of like being interactive with it so that you're aware of how much you're eating versus like just eating like, oh, I had this many chicken breasts today or this many eggs for breakfast, like whatever it is. But um, for people that don't really know a lot about dieting, there's like a couple like really common ones, which is um, intermittent fasting. I've done that. That's uh, There's actually a good app for it for tracking. It's called Xero. Um, you just start the timer when you start your fast, and you can do a 12-hour fast, 16-hour fast, 18, 48, 72, whatever. I would usually do the 16 hour fast every day and then i've done 24 hour fast before also and i think those are really efficient it's kind of like a detox though it's meant to like you know clean out your body of whatever toxins are sitting in there just from you know everyday life and then um, another one that my roommate's done is keto don't know a lot about keto i'm pretty sure it's no carb i haven't done a whole lot of research on it i don't think i could ever do no carb do you eat a lot of carbs Oh uh, yeah, I love me some. Um, <laughs> oh so. yeah, you want to make bread? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, being a little <laughs> East boy. boy. Um, but peanut butter and jellies, like I, I live know you off do. Of that shit, but like so. that's dude, that's a hard. That's the hard thing about dieting. It's all self control. You know, being able to hold back when you want yeah. that late night snack. I'm probably gonna have one tonight just because I had a long day. But like, it's all stew. It's all self control. Same with any form of eating or like alcoholism self-control dude drugs self-control that's what life is when i went to scad i started getting into fitness a little bit more and i was talking to wyatt and he gave me a couple like app suggestions for like calorie Mm -hmm. counting making sure i'm hitting those kind of like macros and stuff and one thing that i noticed is like i would be a gamer i'd just sit on my computer all day and so there'd be like eight hour periods sometimes where i don't intake anything in my body so I'd be like under my calorie count every single day by at least a thousand. And that's why I've always yeah, been like underweight really for most of my while. life. It's crazy. I never realized you that. Never, like, you never didn't know that's why so you were so more. skinny? Because <laughs> you weren't I eating? I was like, I just got fast metabolism. <laughs> You're like, oh, you I know? just like have a fast metabolism. Yeah, that's it. That's funny. But <laughs> yeah, now you're aware really of the things it. you eat is the the reasons for why you look and why you are your weight. Mm-hmm. Um absolutely caloric deficit is something that most people address when they're talking about dieting is um uh, maintaining weight versus losing weight versus putting on weight um there's caloric deficit caloric surplus if you um eat more calories than you burn then you're going to put on weight it's a caloric surplus if you um eat less calories than you burn you're in a caloric deficit and you're going to lose weight but you don't want to lose too much weight so that's that's the thing where that's where you get into macros where you're trying to track it more um intuitively so that you can 
figure out just how much body you want. I think the what you want is losing like half a percentage of your body fat a week is like the average for what you want to aim at versus some people if you're like have a high really high body fat percentage you can lose two percent of your body fat a week cool all right um but yeah do you, do you think you would ever want to go on a strict diet or like you feel like you need to or like what would you what would you um, think would be the criteria for establishing whether or not it's needed i've met a lot of people who bring up a lot of really good points about the morality of diets and allow kind of like sustainability purposes for let's say approaching a vegan or vegetarian diet and i think i definitely want to try to be a vegetarian for really? a bit it's impossible to do that living at home because my parents are cooking up yeah. steaks burgers hot dogs whatever yeah. all the time and if i want that luxury of not having to cook for myself all the time i can't opt into that so what's um, appealing to, ve- to being a vegetarian of- about it there's a lot of i'm i wouldn't be doing it more for the health it'd just be kind of like the morals and like the ethics of it like if you've ever seen like the videos of uh kind of like the factories with the animals and if it's like a male those are those are creepy they just grind it up like it'll be like a baby chicken they just throw it into a grinder and kill it instantly yeah that's so sad that's crazy you know what you i know so it'd be more for that i know i recommend dozens and hundreds of shows or movies for you to watch but this is super relevant to what you're talking about it's called the game changers on netflix have you heard of it mm-hmm. no. okay so it's his name's james wilkes or something like that i think and he exposes the benefits of being a vegetarian or no not being a vegetarian it's a plant-based diet which is different so it's like a whole lot of the majority of your diet is plant-based not not any meat really some people have some meat in it but most people don't and dude it's crazy some of the studies that they get into in it i think it was on the jargon he might have been on the jargon podcast about it it's nuts he goes on professional football teams and puts professional athletes on his diet on the plant-based diet and it's like their sleep changes their overall um energy levels change they can stay awake for longer periods of time they wake up more refreshed like it's crazy all the things that he exposes about it like it makes you want to do it so bad but when you try to go plant-based it's actually really hard i think you're going to struggle with it most people will but i highly recommend it it's called the game changers it came out in 2018 i'm looking at it right here um showcasing elite athletes special ops soldier and visionary scientists to change the way people eat and live and it's it's very persuasive it makes you want to do it and if you're looking for the extra push to do it this will 100 percent make you do it I think once I move out, move out, okay. I'll watch that. Dude, there's a 60-year-old guy in it that, like, I think it was, like, 65 to 70, actually. He could literally kick our asses 10 times over. Like, he is in such amazing shape. <laughs> He's got six pa- eight-pack abs, can still bench, like, 245. He's insane. And he's plant-based. That's the whole – that's, like yep. – it's it's – Diets are weird. There's a lot of things that diets can affect <laughs> you differently than others. Like some people might go on a plant-based diet and it might just mess up some parts of their body, but it, it can click with some other people, and I think it'll click for you, buddy. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think I'd really fall into that uh, kind of dieting mentality yeah. and just get really yeah. hooked with it. It's really individualized, though. Like, not everyone can expect the same thing to work. Like. If I try intermittent fasting and it works for me, it might not work for you. It might not work for most people versus like 
keto works for some people. Some people go on keto and they get sick. They get like really ill because keto is, in my opinion, kind of unhealthy and bad for you. But it's sure as hell effective. Yeah, that's one thing I've noticed if I'm if I'm being healthy for, let's say, two, three weeks, like I'm not having like any greasy or fried foods. I'm kind of like trying to clean out my body. And then my parents give me like a big old juicy cheeseburger. Mm. Like I feel nauseous after that. Like when I start getting my body into this regulated mentality of these like healthy foods and then I get that fat juicy boy like i'm not feeling too good you yeah, know what I'm i saying? know all about the fat juicy it's just, boy dude it's hard but like yeah. you look at it you smell it you know what it tastes like and you want it but yeah, yeah no a lot of time after i eat a not so much steak but it's usually the burgers after like certain most burgers i'm like oh why'd i do that but that's why i may i yeah. mainly only eat chicken chicken salmon those are like the two meats that i i think are just really clean to eat like you're not gonna go wrong with chicken Mm. or salmon they're really healthy they're really it's it's straight what's in it versus red meat red meat's a little bit more right what's the like huge difference between like how uh how red meat and like white meat or chicken affects your body do you know i think it's cholesterol cholesterol yeah like you know there's those old geezers that are Drink, uh, drinking a whiskey and a steak every night, and they're going to die at 60. <laughs> yep. <laughs> One thing um, that I used to not really do, I would take pre-workout. When I used to work out with Dominicus over at LA Fitness, we would go in and, you know, we'd take a scoop, whatever, but it never really did anything to me. I don't know if it was just, like, the brand or how, the mm-hmm. amount I was taking, but once I got Sergey's, oh pre-workout did you wait when did that you take really it? changed the game for me remember when we went to his house i think we we're just going biking and we're in his area we're like hey what's yeah. up and he just like gave us oh yeah and he just we went shopping yeah. in his closet yeah yeah, for yeah. Free. <laughs> yeah and i threw his pre-workout on my bag he's like oh he gave, i didn't even know he gave a pre-workout that day oh mm-hmm. how did yeah. you liked it yeah it's a game really changer. do you still use it it was or did you run out I did run out. Not, oh, okay. It's a good product how then much if, you, I liked if you bought it. it again. I do feel like I'm building an addiction towards it, though, which is something a healthy to be or unhealthy. Of. Oh, it's unhealthy okay. to be sure. Okay, to be okay, because sure. that's that's my argument <clears throat> with uh, pre-workout when you're talking supplements and dietary whatever nutrition. Um, I don't I don't like pre-workout. I don't take it. I've 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 taken it before, but. I'm afraid that there's going to be a day where I just don't have my pre-workout and I'm going to be like, oh, I can't work out then. Like, I don't want to have that mentality where I'm at the gym and I'm like, damn, I didn't take my pre-workout. It's not going to be a good lift. I like being able to walk in the gym with just a bottle of water and headphones and I can just go to work. I don't need pre-workout. Yeah. I think that's like the perfect space yeah. to be in. Versus like there's people that need to be it, like... like like if they're if it's like a leg day they're like oh, i need my pre-workout but like i've never done a leg day with pre-workout and I, okay maybe the mm. people argue then you're gonna have different results maybe that's why you're smaller than me no i'm 5'8 that's why i'm smaller than you 5'8 <laughs> <laughs> 160 no i'm 170 now i've been i put on a little bit of weight bucko but like i just think there you go why why would you it's like nicotine like why would you want to like say that you need this 
you don't need pre-workout to go to the gym. You need pre-workout to perform at a certain level if you want to perform at that certain level. Maybe that's just my opinion. I don't feel the need to, you know, push myself so far that I need like a stimulant like pre-workout to get there. I think I can get there. I, I mm-hmm. think great pre-workout is cardio. Five minutes on the five, ten minutes on the treadmill, that gets your heart rate going, then you're pumped. There's it just does something differently, man, I swear. Like it does. I, I think it I totally need to does. I've been doing this a little bit uh lately where I'll like take a week off of it so I don't That's become good. so dependent on it. But like when I first was taking it and even sometimes now, like I I never have even taken a full scoop oh, of this good. stuff. Like it's really, yeah, really no, don't strong. Take a full scoop. Um <laughs> But it says on I think the website that one scoop equates to roughly three Coffee's, to four yeah. cups of coffee. Yeah, I don't drink coffee um, either. Just in the caffeine, then there's a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I don't have any other caffeine okay, in my good. diet. Okay, so. good. So that's another argument for it, though, is I know Sergey used to drink four cups of coffee in the morning. Sometimes more later in the day. Like, people... Coffee's good. It's definitely not, like... People should drink coffee. I, I get why people drink coffee. But if you drink it that much, it's it's definitely... It's, you know, you're relying on it. Um, same with soda. It's it's bad for you, soda especially. Um, it's I'm I'm saying soda is bad for you. Coffee really is not. Black coffee is actually healthy for you. Have you heard that? Like, it's it's good for your uh, your digestive system. I'm pretty sure, and other reasons. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not not a pro, but uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think uh, what well what was I saying? Um, if you are like a caffeine addict it's gonna change how you work out too like you know some people will drink a soda before they go to the gym but the big thing now is bangs rains those that's pre-workout to people do you ever do that no you've seen people doing that or you don't really go to public gym anymore do you i am in my basement okay so i've been (laughs) i've been going to public gym and there's at least five guys a day i see with a bang like so many people just drink i know wyatt did too i don't know if he does anymore but like that's something that people just rely on for a pre-workout. I don't really, I don't, I don't like it. it. Okay, that's the other thing. Do you like the way it makes you feel? Like, do you get jittery? Do you get like the? What? I get like I get that like pins and needles feeling in my body, like where it's like sharp and Ooh, you get the, the tingles, tingles. I get the in tingles in the palms oh, of your hands. The poops, bro. Ooh. The poops. Dude, it gets me wild though. Like I'll go down there. I'll do like. I'll run like two miles and I'll go on the bench. And then in between my sets for the bench, I'm like rolling <laughs> over the couch and like doing random no, tests you're not. on LinkedIn. Like, dude, I'm doing like multiple choice, like <laughs> essay questions on Are you fire. really? Like I get so, like it, it feels yeah. like I'm on like Adderall or something. Uh, like it, from the stories that I've heard from people things, yeah. on Adderall, right? Yeah. yeah. Like that's the thing. Like you just get so wired and you're so productive. It might be on some random stuff, but you're really boogieing. <sighs> I so. don't, dude. No, I like my my heart will beating so fast that I can't talk. Like I will be trying to like talk to someone at the gym if I had pre workout or or a bang or whatever, and it's like I'm talking but I'm not breathing enough, so I have to like <laughs> like try to figure out how to breathe and talk at the same rate, and it's super like it's scary. Like I get paranoid about it. Well, if you lower your dosage, I mean, yeah, probably. Like if you cut, I, I drank like half a bang one day, and I that's how I felt, and I was in the toilet. I Damn. literally pooped twelve times that day. 
That is not an exaggeration. That's not. I went to the bathroom twelve times. That's. I'm that's super rough, open I'm about my to toilet stories, so don't don't get me started. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. If you want to continue, no, please do. Well, I think this was a great episode. If you're still here with us right now, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Jason. I'm your co-host, Jesse. Have a good night.